I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. Uh, yes, it's another Time Lord victorious episode of uh, <laughs> Adam Richard has a theory. I don't have many theories about the Time Lord victorious, but let's have a crack. It's the fabulous Adam Richard. Uh, I'm staring into the pink rings on the <laughs> Time Lord Victorious chart. And is that what colour they are? I haven't looked at the Time Lord Victorious chart for a while. <laughs> Don't know what's what. Um, anyway, uh, you know, I do love the coloured rings that tell me what's what. Um, anyway, this one is uh, I've listened to an audiobook, one of the short trips. So it's almost a pure audiobook because it's just John Culshaw reading a story by Sophie Isles called Master Thief, which is about the Roger Delgado master from the uh, John Pertwee era. John Culshaw is was a member of, um, I was going to say Spitting Image, but that's not the one, uh, Dead Ringers, which was a radio show, then went on to become a TV show, and he does amazing impressions. He's quite famous for his Tom Baker impression, where he would ring people up pretending to be Doctor Who. Um, I would do my Tom Baker impression, but uh, Matt keeps telling me I sound Welsh, so obviously it's not appreciated. I won't do it anymore. Um <laughs> I'm so <laughs> seven-year-old today. Uh, also, excuse the wheeziness, but it is... I've got non-thunderstorm asthma. Um, it is very, very hay fevery here in Sydney this week. So, uh, <gasps> um, <laughs> if I start coughing, you'll know why. Um, so, Master Thief is, uh, like, has... It's beset with the same problems that much... Of the Time Lord Victoria stuff I've read so far is is hampered by. So, I haven't found this in the Doctor Who magazine comic, which is, you know, testament to Scott Gray's amazing work. Um, but this one is definitely in the camp of the, the same thing that happened with that 
two-part comic that the Titan comic that was like 50 pages each and none of them telling much of a story. And it feels like there's a whiteboard somewhere and someone has written up all the story beats for the Time Lord Victorious saga. Um, And some of them have other stories that go with the story beats and others like the Master Thief story by Sophie Isles are the story beat from the whiteboard and a little else. Because uh, <laughs> basically the story is the master... Like, here, I'll read you this from the Big Finish website, which is the master wants to plunder one of the most secure vaults in the universe, the repository. He's got a plan and a deadly new weapon to assist him. However, as the master quickly discovers, getting in might be easy, but getting away with it might cost him everything. Um, There is a little bit of a surprise in the back half of the story, because, like, you know, after a while, you're just like, yeah, 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 he's breaking in. We get it. (laughs) It's, um, I don't know if you've seen Tenet. Great film. Uh, but there's a whole breaking in sequence, which is like, yeah, they're breaking into a thing and let's make it as spectacular as possible. Whereas this is, it's the master. He's got a weapon and, you know, occasionally says, you will obey me. Uh, which, you know, when John Coleshaw does it, it is spot on. Like it could be Roger Delgado having recorded a few extra beats for this. It's really good when he's doing that. But the um, we're not sure why he's breaking in. He steals, like, a thing. I'm not going to give it away in case you're listening to it because there's only one plot point. Um, but we don't really know why he's stolen the thing. And then the end of the story uh, is one of these things they do at Big Finish that drives me absolutely bonkers, which is they've gotten out the Sellies No More Gaps for filling in all gaps in continuity that ever existed. Um, So that happens. Uh, It's just like, I was fine with that gap in continuity. I don't need to have everything explained. That was something that kind of annoyed me about the whole Moffat era. Like, Russell T. Davis is like, yeah, let's start with a new Doctor. We're not going to explain how he got there. And then Stephen Moffat in the 50th anniversary special goes, oh, I'm going to regenerate John Hurt into Christopher Eccleston so we see it happen. Um, I'm also going to regenerate the 8th Doctor into the Time Doctor just so we see that happen. Uh, And the same with, you know, the Master and Missy. It's like, oh, I want to see how you know John Sim became her it's like you introduced her you don't have to paper over all the cracks anyway he does um and they always do because fans are fans and they want to know the real story of what happened heaven forbid we have an imagination about our favorite tv show um (laughs) anyway uh speaking of imagination Uh, The Big Finish team are clearly behind the Daleks, exclamation mark, uh, television show. I'm sorry if I shouted and frightened you. Um, It's a YouTube show. They're about 13, 14 minutes each, I think. I mean, the first one was 13 and a half minutes. Uh, They have ads in them, um, which is a thing on YouTube. Uh, (laughs) So I watched it on the big TV and it's a computer animated series. So obviously they've gone, oh yeah, we can't animate people because it's too hard as we've seen with some of the old ones. Um, So what they're going to do is just only have robot characters in it, which is kind of weird. Um, I mean, there is a funny joke. The robots get to make a funny joke about uh, 
what goes on. So this first episode is called, oh man, what is it called? The, the Archive of the Eye Souls or something. I know, it sounds rude. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not... <laughs> The the archive of isols. Um, look, I'm just reading it out as it's pronounced. I mean, it may not be pronounced. Maybe it's isols uh, or whatever it is. But I'm saying isols, and uh, they were. Uh, anyway, the archive. <laughs> the Daleks mount an attack on this archive, and they are inside, and they're like, "Oh, did you want a membership card?" Very funny, like a funny little moment. I liked it. Um, but, uh, you know, it's the only kind of amusing bit. So it's, I mean, one of the problems is having Nick Briggs do all of the voices of all of the Daleks. So even though you've got Dalek strategist, who's the same character that was in the comic book, the beaten up old Dalek, that's all battle scarred, um, in this animation, one of his, one of his things is askew and he's got a weird texture mapping on him that looks a bit, um, Nath. It's like the animation is a step up from Minecraft, but not much. <laughs> so like some of the explosions look very like they would have looked fine if they didn't keep showing them. Uh, like it's one of these things where you're like, oh, that looks that's a nice impressionistic explosion. Um, the other thing I have issues with is just because you can do a sweeping weird camera move doesn't mean you should. Uh, like some of the camera moves are really odd and off-putting and it's got a very kind of early CGI feel to it. Uh, and given that, you know, I mean, I might be hypercritical about CGI stuff because my other half does motion graphics for a living, like 3D motion graphics, like that's his job. Um, so he was like, oh, what's this? And he goes, is this a video game? I'm like, no, it's a story. Um, so, yeah, it does look like a video game. Like, I'm, it feels like it was made in one of those engines, like, you know, like Unreal Engine or one of those. Although they use that to make, like, The Mandalorian. Um, and that looks amazing. Like, they feel, you know, they film The Mandalorian. I think they film it here in Sydney. Uh, they film it on one of those virtual sets. So everyone's walking around. On the on like a treadmill, and the set's going past them. It's projected on a screen, and if the camera moves and the whole background goes with it, kind of thing. And I feel like this technology is not up to there. Uh, whatever they're using, they could be using. There's like an open source three D software called Blender. Maybe they're using that. I don't know. Anyway, it's fine. Um, but again, like with all the Time Lord Victorious things. It's a one-note story. Now, this is written by the guy, by James Goss, who's overseeing the whole Time Lord Victorious thing. And the plot is the Daleks want to go to the library. Um, and being Daleks, they have to blow up the whole planet to get in. Uh, and so it's the same plot as the Master one. Um, but there's a big cliffhanger uh, that I won't I won't spoil. Um, but yeah, it's... look. It's it's very silly and it's diverting and it's kind of, you know, silly fun. But it's not my favourite uh, of the Doctor Whos at the moment. The Time Lord Victorious. Maybe it's a secret plan. So that when the Jodie Whittaker series come back, comes back, we really love it. Because they've taxed our wallets and our patience with all this Time Lord Victorious malarkey. Speaking of, <laughs> the next episode we will be having Jodie Whittaker's second season debut special. Is it Spyfall? 
<laughs> Even though I've forgotten what it's called. Anyway, does it have an exclamation mark like Daleks? <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.